Let's pray. God of our healing and hope. When race and status and gender divide us, when despondency and despair haunt and afflict us, when community lies shattered, comfort us, yes, and convict us that we may be healed and made whole and bring that healing and wholeness into our world. In the name of Jesus, amen. So these passages this morning are so rich. I had a hard time choosing uh, what to focus on. But we're going to look at the Gospel of Luke. So in chapter 8, the, the, ar- the artist, the author of Luke, starts out by describing the work Jesus is doing. He and his team of kingdom builders, the 12 disciples, along with Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Susanna and many other women who were supporting their work out of their own income. They were traveling through cities and villages. They were proclaiming the good news and actually bringing the good news of God's kingdom in practical ways. They were healing the sick. They were offering forgiveness of sins. They were discovering their new understanding of who God is. And they even were raising the dead. So these gathered together with Jesus and they head out onto the sea. They are all, many of them were fishermen. They're very comfortable in the boat. And so they all get out and they head across the lake to foreign territory. So the country of the Gerasenes, it's the opposite. It's as opposite to Galilee as they could get. It wasn't just geographically different, but it was ethnically and religiously different from the Jewish land that they were shipping from. Jesus doesn't just invite people to his table. He crosses the lines and he goes to be with people. Jesus crosses all sorts of territory lines, barriers that humans, that we set up between ourselves because we're different. And he goes. So the first thing they encounter as they land in the garrisons is this man who everyone knew and everyone ignored. This demon-possessed man. He had been cast out of society a long time ago. He had no clothes. He had no home, and he was not in his right mind. The people who knew of this man kept their distance. They were either afraid of him, or maybe they were disgusted by him. Maybe creeped out by him, as Bob Goff might say. Or maybe all three. Maybe they had good reason for being afraid of him, because he was dangerous. He broke the shackles that they had bound him with. But in any case, he was alone. This man had no help. He had no advocate. He had no human contact to bring a measure of comfort or love. If we're honest with ourselves, and if we look at our own cities all across America, but right here in Monroe, in in Allen Park, in Milan, in Detroit, wherever you come from, This gerasene demoniac is much like the homeless in our own towns. Many of them live with mental illness. 
many of them are they're, they're seen as strange or, or incompetent or even dangerous. They have been cast out of their homes and out of jobs and social circles. They end up living without a place to sleep, unable to hold down jobs and alone. But the mission of Jesus, Jesus crosses all boundaries to bring love and healing to this broken man. God's kingdom was breaking through the kingdoms of this world. The, the structures that we set up, so, so, sociological and economic structures, in order to bring healing to this man who was crazed. For anyone looking on at what Jesus was about to do, he was out of his right mind. He was doing all the wrong things. This was a Jewish man setting foot in the Gentile land. This was a religious teacher who was supposed to be ritualistically pure, going to become unclean because he was literally interacting with someone who was filthy, who was also spiritually filthy, filled with these demons. On top of all of those wrong things, Jesus allows the, the legion of demons to take possession of a huge herd of pigs destroying all of the financial gain of those pig owners. Now, I don't know if those, uh, we don't know anything about the pig owners. We don't know if they were good people or not. But this is another way of how the kingdom of God disrupts our world. It disrupts our economic status, our systems, in order to bring healing to the least of these, to the despised, to the outcasts. So here, there's wealthy pig farmers. They lose an entire herd of pigs because Jesus is willing to bring healing to one crazed man who no one cared about. As Professor Elaine Heath puts it, the good news will not seem like good news to everyone. But for that one man, Jesus brings healing and wholeness physically, mentally, and spiritually, and an entire region who knows of this person is turned upside down because they see how dramatically his life has been changed. On one hand, there were those terrified that Jesus was overturning all they had set their lives to attain. He was overturning their wealth and their value of people, their structures of who is worth love and who isn't. And on the other hand, there were those desperate to receive healing of their own brokenness, their own despair, their own mental illness. Jesus builds his kingdom on the, on the healing and wholeness of the ones that we would not expect. So I ask you this morning, what is Jesus healing in you? Or... What in you needs healing? Because this man knew what needs healing. All over the Gospels, Jesus said, what do you want? He could tell a leper when he saw them. He could tell a blind man when he saw them. He could tell a demon-possessed man when he saw him. But he asked, what do you want? So we, my friends, have to know what do we want? What is broken in us? What needs to be broken and then go and tell. 
Who can you go tell what Jesus is doing in you? So Dr. Elaine Heath again says this, the mission of Jesus' followers, that's you, that's me, is to take this healing and freeing, liberating love of God to broken and desolate regions. Just to say, everyone's welcome at Monroe Free Methodist Church, but to actually go and be with those people who might not ever feel like they can come to any church, even if we're loving. So how are you being healed? How are you acknowledging what needs to be healed? Physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, Jesus heals them all. Jesus heals us, our whole selves. And as we encounter ourselves, this boundary-crossing love of Jesus over and over and over again, we get to tell people over and over again of what God is doing in us. God uses us, even uses our brokenness. So if there's something in you that says, I'm disqualified because of this, that's a lie from Satan. Jesus uses us, even in our woundedness, sometimes especially in our brokenness, to bring healing to the world. See, this garrison man, this crazed, naked, chain-breaking, cemetery liver, this man, as it says in Luke, went away proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. This crazed man became the first missionary to the Gentiles. I don't know about you, but I would say he was disqualified from mission work at the state he was in. And Jesus redeemed him. Jesus himself brought healing into the world through his wounds on the cross. By his wounds, we are healed. So how in our woundedness can Jesus use us to be catalysts to bring about redemption and healing into the world? Each week we gather around this table of Jesus as a way of doing a few things of acknowledging our brokenness, of saying, God, I need your healing again and again and again, of welcoming one another to the table. All are welcome here. And then of saying yes to go and bring God's healing into the world. We gather to anchor ourselves in the love of God to remind one another that we have hope to minister to one another in the name of Jesus. And then as much as we prefer, here's the thing about church people, we like to stay. We like to be together. That's great. But Jesus sends us. In Luke 8, 38, it says, the man whom, from whom the demons had gone begged Jesus, please let me stay with you. But this love and welcome of God is not meant to be kept to ourselves. It's not meant to be tucked away and hoarded for fear it'll run out. It won't run out. The healing of Jesus, the encounter that we have with God each week at the table is meant to be shared. So Jesus, just as he said to the Gerasene man who was healed, he says to you and to me, return 
to your homes and to your schools and to your workplaces and neighborhoods and declare how much God has done for you.